0: And thank you for listening to today's episode of JATCast, the official podcast of the Journal of Athletic Training. I'm your host, Luke Donovan. For this second episode of the month, I'll discuss another article from the recent issue of JAT titled, Quadriceps Oxygenation During Exercise in Patients with Anterior Cruciate Ligament Reconstruction, by Dr. Abbas Jaffrey and colleagues from Creighton University and the University of Virginia. As a reminder, the article discussed today can be found on the JAT website natajournals.org, and please remember that all content from JAT is open access to all readers thanks to the funding from the National Athletic Trainers Association. First step, surveying the scene. Within the United States, approximately 200,000 ACL injuries occur, where the majority of patients with this injury undergo surgery to have their ligament reconstructed. Despite surgical intervention, it has been shown that as high as 33% of individuals who undergo ACL reconstruction will either re-injure the reconstructed ligament or sustain an ACL injury to the contralateral knee. Other common post-surgical impairments include decreased quadricep function, altered gait, and kinesiophobia. Moreover, nearly 50% of patients with ACL reconstruction will develop post-traumatic osteoarthritis within 10 to 15 years after the surgical intervention. Previous studies report that the persistent quadriceps dysfunction and altered gait patterns contribute to the early onset of osteoarthritis. Quadriceps weakness is commonly observed years after surgery in patients who undergo ACL reconstruction, despite many of these same patients completing standard-of-care rehabilitation programs. Much research has established that quadricep weakness is a result of an ineffective ability to recruit motor units inability to fully recruit motor units following ACL reconstruction may stem from the changes to the somatic nerve supply of the knee joint and quadriceps muscle, specifically the femoral nerve. Given the interaction between the somatic and sympathetic nerve supplies of regulating blood flow, it is possible that tissue oxygenation may be disrupted during exercise. Having a better understanding of quadriceps oxygenation during exercise in individuals who underwent ACL reconstruction may uncover additional therapeutic interventions required to fully restore muscle function. Therefore, the purpose of the study was to compare quadriceps oxygenation between patients with ACL reconstruction and healthy control individuals. The authors recruited two participant groups. One group consisted of individuals who had undergone ACL reconstruction and were cleared for unrestricted activities. In the other group was healthy individuals who had no history of knee surgery or other lower extremity injuries within the past 6 months. Individuals from both groups were between the ages of 18 and 30, were recreationally active, and had no history of neurovascular conditions. Prior to testing, participants completed a questionnaire to assess their perceived knee function. Next, Oxygenated hemoglobin of the quadriceps was measured during isometric knee-extension exercises using three separate near-infrared spectroscopy units placed over the muscle bellies of the rectus femoris, vastus medialis, and vastus lateralis. Participants were positioned in a dynamometer chair with their knee fixed in a 90-degree position. To ensure uniformity across participant baselines, once positioned in the dynamometer, each participant remained at rest for 20 minutes. After the 20-minute rest period, participants were instructed to complete a 5-second isometric maximum voluntary contraction. Using a custom program, participants were able to visualize their effort. Once maximum effort was established, participants completed 5-second isometric contractions at 25% 50%, and 75% of their established maximum effort. Each contraction was separated by 10 seconds of rest. One final contraction was performed, where the participant was instructed to try to maintain their maximum isometric contraction for 30 seconds. These procedures were completed using both the involved and contralateral limbs. Here are the results. Consistent with previous literature, individuals from the ACL reconstruction group reported poor knee function than the healthy control group. The oxygenated hemoglobin in ACL reconstructed limbs demonstrated less relative change than the healthy matched limbs in the rectus femoris during contraction at 25%, 50%, and 75% of the maximum effort. For the vastus medialis, there was less relative change in oxygenated hemoglobin between the ACL-reconstructed limbs and healthy matched limbs during 75% and maximum effort trials. There were no observed differences in oxygenated hemoglobin in the vastus lateralis between groups at any contraction intensity. When comparing the involved limb to the non-involved limb within the ACL-reconstruction group, Less relative change in oxygenated hemoglobin was observed for the vastus medialis during the 100% effort trial. In summary, oxygenated hemoglobin decreased during contraction for both groups. However, across all isometric exercise trials, a smaller magnitude of change in oxygenated hemoglobin was observed in the ACL reconstructed limb than in the contralateral limb or a healthy matched limb. The observed decrease in oxygenated hemoglobin signified that oxygen was being used during the muscle contraction, which was expected considering oxygen's important role in creating ATP to be used as energy. The less pronounced change in oxygenated hemoglobin observed in the ACR reconstructed limb signifies that less oxygen was used by the quadriceps, and therefore less energy was used for the muscle to sustain a contraction. The decreases in oxygen consumption may indicate lower availability of oxygen to the quadriceps in the ACL-reconstructed limb. These findings were similar to the results of a study comparing blood flow in response to exercise between young adults and older adults, where older adults also had less blood flow during muscle contraction, suggesting that ACL reconstruction may accelerate this phenomenon associated with the natural aging process. Lower oxygen consumption from impaired blood flow most likely also contributes to the decreased knee extension strength commonly associated with ACL reconstruction. As such, future investigations should explore the mechanism of altered blood flow as well as identify interventions that may improve blood flow that can be incorporated early in rehabilitation. Well, that's it for today's cast. Please remember to rate and subscribe to the podcast, which is available on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, YouTube, and Stitcher. You can find out more information about upcoming podcasts and other JAT events on our Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram accounts at JAT underscore N-A-T-A. Thank you for listening, and keep a lookout for next month's cast.